The Zevol podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast and week 17 of the Scorching Six Picks. Today we also have a preview of the college football playoff. And for the first time on the Z-Ball Pod, we'll be discussing college football. So without further ado, we're recording this on a Thursday night. And on the line I have Rebound and Akshay. Akshay, what's up with you? How you doing? Yo, what's up, Nishan? I'm pretty well, bro. It's... uh. Thursday, you know, we had, uh, had a nice Christmas, and uh, tomorrow we got some games this weekend, you know, so everything's looking good, dude. Okay, for sure. Uh, we're getting towards the end of the year. It should be some exciting games, but uh, we also have Rebound on the line. Uh, Rebound, what's up? How you doing? Yeah, what's up, Z-Ball? I'm doing good. All right, so as we do all every week, uh, we'll get into the NFL games first, so we'll start with game number one. For the week, it's an early afternoon game, and this week we have all divisional games. So, this is an AFC South divisional game, and we got the Houston Texans hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars and giving six and a half. Rebound. We'll start with you. What do you think? For this one, I'm gonna have to go with Houston. They're the better team. They're a hot team right now. Jacksonville has just been complete shit throughout the season and complete disappointment. Leonard Fournette has been hurt. I mean, he played well last weekend, but I just don't see it in them. They did beat Miami, but that's Miami, and I'm going with Jacksonville going to swallow. Uh, I mean, excuse me, uh, Houston going to swallow the six and a half. I'll pass it on to Akshay. All right, Akshay, what do you think? I got to agree with you, bro. I think Houston's going to take this. Uh, I don't care. If it's, uh, I think Houston wins by at least two touchdowns in this game. That's what I'm going with. Houston, I think they're a hot team. I think they're, they're playing really well. You know, I mean, uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, he's doing good. But we, if you look at the Jaguars, dude, they've been horrible. I mean, like uh, like Rehan said, you know, it's a, uh, I don't know what's happening to them. You know, Blake Bortles is is back to being Blake Bortles. You know, they, I, I don't even see him as being a quarterback in, in today's uh, NFL league. You know, I mean... Uh, a letter for that to in my fantasy team is has been disappointing, maybe with the with the injuries or whatnot. You know, I, I think there's just too much. Uh, how would I say this? There's too much uh, stuff going on with that team. I, I think the owner, because his name, I think he should move the team to LA a long time ago when he had a chance. I think now, I think they need to make a whole. Uh, I think they, they they need to draft another quarterback for sure. I think Bortles is done. You know, I think there was a. Uh, I think there's, uh, there's something I, I was listening to on the radio. I think Terry Bruschi uh, had, had made a comment saying that uh, the Jack- Houston's going to win this game because uh, Bortles is, is going to throw a couple picks again and then he'll guarantee the win. So <laughs> in this game, I definitely went with Houston, dude. 
Yeah, this one, Houston, uh, obviously a tough, uh, heartbreaking loss in Philly last week. Uh, they lost that game in the last second, pretty much. And then Jacksonville, for them, on the other side, it's been the classic letdown season after taking the Patriots to the brink in the AFC Championship last season. So, yeah, I'm going to agree with both of you guys here on this one as well. So we got agreement all around on this one. Texans, uh, I think they're going to try to get 11 wins so they avoid uh, having a tie with either Indianapolis or Tennessee in the AFC South so they can just uh, run away with the AFC South to themselves with no ties or tiebreakers. So uh, I'm going to swallow the six and a half with Houston, and I think they're going to win this one uh, 34 to 17. So who do you think the Jaguars should get a quarterback? You think they should draft a quarterback, or should they get Nick Foles, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, maybe Joe Flacco? Are you talking to me, or are you talking yeah, to me? Yeah, I'm asking you, Shay. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, it depends what happens, dude. If Nick Foles is available, they should definitely try to go after him. I think he's, uh, I think he's very underrated, to be, to be honest, you know, I... But you know what? I mean, I tell you, Bridgewater, I don't really see much into him. I don't think he has potential to be a great QB. Maybe I could be wrong, but uh, either those go after uh, Foles. If not, then you have to draft a quarterback. Yeah, because Justin Herbert just announced today that he's staying his senior year in Oregon, and he was supposed to be the number yeah, one quarterback. But, yeah, I mean, he's still, yeah, he's staying his senior year, but, you know, I, I, I don't know, dude. It's going to be a tough call, but... Uh, Maybe they can get a veteran quarterback. Maybe they can they can trade for Foles. But I guess we'll have to see what happens. I know I know Miami's. Uh, I've heard that with Miami that uh, with uh, who's their quarterback? I forget the guy's Ryan name. Ryan Tannehill. Uh, yeah, they said they're done with him. Let him go. Yeah, they yeah, they might let him go. So uh, yeah, they already said they, it. they said they're done. Uh, so it's a done deal. Okay, very yeah, good. they, they didn't officially announce it, but he's not guaranteed anything on his contract, which is left. So in football, that's why they always want the guaranteed money. So he's done. Yeah, he, he's out of there. So go ahead. I mean, you can pick up him. Yeah, I can mean, um, I I agree. He could, but the question is, do they want someone who they're going to try out for a year, or do they want someone for the long term? Because, like, what the Broncos did, they signed Case Keenum to a two-year deal. I mean, the guy sucks. Let's let's keep it real. The, the guy is not their long-term quarterback. Correct. No, that's true. I think what they do is uh, they try to go for Nick Foles. Maybe it doesn't work. Or maybe it really keeps him. But if they can't get uh, um, him or anybody in his talent level, they, uh, they, they need to draft a quarterback. And they they prove that quarterback. Maybe bringing this guy and having him like on a one year, two year deal, they groom the quarterback of the future. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. That's an interesting situation to look at. But the days of uh, Bortle service are definitely uh, coming to an end in Jacksonville. So with that, uh, we agree all on game number one, and we'll move on to game number two. Uh, this one we have the Vikings. Looking to get into that last wild card spot in the NFC at home, hosting the Bears, and the Bears looking hopefully to get a, a bye in the first round of the playoffs. And this one we have Minnesota giving four and a half. Akshay, what do you think? Um, you know what? I think this is going to be a close game. I think the Bears do win it by a field goal. 
Uh, I, I know Vikings are, are desperately trying to get into the playoffs at the wild card, but I think the Bears' defense is going to be too strong. I mean, if they can potentially get um, a first round bye, which uh, I'm sure they'll love to get, that's, I think they're going to play hard. You know, so I'm going with the Bears in this. Okay, rebound. What do you think? Yeah, this is kind of a weird game. I don't I, like. I always look at the spreads and why Vegas puts it that way. I just think they're gonna put it that way because they know the Rams are gonna get the second seed, and I think Chicago might rest their starters at at some point because the Rams are a ten point favorite versus the Forty ers and it's just like what's going on with them, and it's just. You know, I just see Vikings, they really need to win this game because this is a, a do-or-die game for them. And uh, we're as we were talking about quarterbacks, I mean, what the hell has Kirk Cousins done this year? He's had way better receivers than last year. He's had a, a better running back who's been healthy now, Dalvin Cook. He has a solid tight end, and this is a prove-it game for him, and I think he's finally going to show up. At home, and I think the Vikings are going to cover. Okay, so rebound taking the Vikings, four and a half. Akshay taking the Bears, plus four and a half. Uh, I think the Vikings are going to win this game uh, with their backs on the line and trying to clinch that final wild card spot, but I definitely think the Bears cover the four and a half. So I'm agreeing with Akshay here, taking Chicago plus four and a half, but uh, I'm going to take the Vikings to win the game 24 to 21. So that'll take us to game number three. We're in the late afternoon window now. And this one we have a Pittsburgh Steelers coming off a loss. And they're now number two in the division and on the brink of missing the playoffs unless some miraculous uh, occurrence of events take place. And they're hosting the Bengals in this one and giving 14 and a half rebound. What do you think? I don't know why the hell the spread is this freaking high. I mean, I kind of understand because Cincinnati's a mess. Besides Joe Mixon, there's no one on their offensive side, really, that can do anything. A.J. Green went down. Tyler Boyd just went down the other week, last week. Andy Dalton's out. Their tight end went out. I, f- I forgot what his name was. Eifert. Yeah, Tyler Eifert. Now it's pretty much C.J. Uzoma. And Joe Mixon, so I really don't know this one, but Pittsburgh really needs to show up, and uh, I'm gonna go with Vegas on this one, and I'm gonna swallow the 14 and a half. Okay, Akshay, your thoughts? I agree, bro. With Rihan, you know, yeah, Cincinnati is a mess, bro. I mean, they're, I think they need a whole new reboot, new quarterback, new, uh, uh, new coach, <laughs> you know. Uh, new coordinators, I think they need to they need to rebuild. I don't think it's it's working out, you know. I mean, uh, Pittsburgh, on the other hand, you know, that was uh, a heartbreaking loss last week. But, hey, you know what? Uh, Pittsburgh is going to come back fighting in this game, you know. I mean, they can definitely um, they can definitely get into, into the playoffs, maybe get lucky somehow. Um, you know, in this game, I definitely have to take Pittsburgh. I know 14 and a half is a little high for me. I think Pittsburgh wins, but I don't think I don't think they cover the spread. Okay, so you're going Bengals plus fourteen and a half. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, I'm gonna have to tend to side with you, Akshay. Bengals plus fourteen and a half in this one. I I don't think 
Pittsburgh at the current state they're in should be giving 14 and a half against any team in the league because that team is just so undisciplined and some of the mistakes they make, just some stupid, awful penalties and mistakes and just a lot of just stupid stuff that they, they do to, to themselves that cause them to kind of lose some of these games that, as we saw last week with the fumble with Juju Smith-Schuster and kind of the week before against New England, how many times they bit themselves in the back and it almost came to, I mean, really cost them against New England. But they're, they're going to make some mistakes here, but it's not going to be enough to cost them the game. I think they win this one by a touchdown. I'm going to go 35-28 Pittsburgh, but I'm definitely taking Bengals plus 14.5. Shay, so going back to the head coaching situation... Who do you think they should get if they fire Mike Tomlin? Yeah. Oh, oh, Marvin you Lewis. You mean, oh, oh, you mean Cincinnati? Marvin Lewis. Are you, oh, are you talking about Marvin Lewis? Yeah, he's talking about Marvin Lewis, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Well, uh, not Tomlin. Well, Marvin Lewis should have been gone yesterday, I mean, right? Do you think Mike Tomlin should be fired if, if the Steelers don't make the playoffs? I don't think so. I think Mike Tomlin, he's a good coach, I think... Uh, there's a lot of things that need to be changed on the Pittsburgh lineup. Maybe some changes. Maybe they, they didn't get in a few more players. But uh, I think he's one hell of a coach. Yeah, I think Le'Veon Bell is going to be a really happy guy if they don't make the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Well, they're saying Le'Veon Bell wants to wants to play with the Colts next season. Yeah. So that'll be interesting, dude. If the Colts do end up getting him. Yeah, that will definitely be interesting. Yeah, he'll be dominating the offseason headlines, and we'll see where he ends up. But, yeah, Pittsburgh really on the brink. Uh, so they're definitely going to win, but Bengals plus 14.5, I think, is the pick for me. So I guess with that, yeah. Game number four we got now. The Redskins at home hosting the Eagles coming off two straight wins. And the Eagles are seven-point favorites in this game. Akshay, what do you think? You know, I uh, I think the Redskins have been going nowhere the last couple of games. I, maybe it's the coaching with the with um, uh, I, I forget the name of the uh, coach there. Jay Gruden. Um, yeah, Jay Gruden. That's right. That's right. Uh, John Gruden's brother. I think they need to. I don't know what's happening, dude. I think uh, I think it's just uh, it's not a good situation right now for them. You know, I, I think the Eagles. Uh, have been playing well. I mean, and Nick Foles has been lighting it up in, uh, in his games the last couple of times. I mean, the last couple of games, I I definitely have to go with the Eagles here. Okay. Akshay, uh, swallowing the seven with the Eagles. Rebound, what do you think? Yeah, this is an easy one. I agree 100% with Shea. I mean, ever since Alex Smith went down, it's been going south. Then they had Colt McCoy go down. Then they had... Mark Sanchez is their freaking quarterback. And then they signed, damn, Josh Johnson, who didn't play a game for seven years and who had, like, a fumble, uh, a pick six on the last play of last week, which was a lot of pe- a lot of people hated. It was for the over-under. And Nick Foles has been playing amazing. And I have a question to both of you guys. What, what, did, should the Eagles trade Wentz and keep Foles? It sounds crazy, but I think that's what they should do. Because they have played much better with Foles. And Wentz is injury prone. 
Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be something they're going to talk about on offseason, but I definitely agree with you. You know, uh, Foles plays a lot better with that system they have there than uh, I think. Uh, um, um, I mean, uh, what happens? Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting to see, but I think Doug Peterson has already kind of shut that down, saying that Wentz is their long term option. And then I kind of tend to agree with Peterson. I mean, even though Foles has had, um, I mean, a good Super Bowl run last year, he's never really shown to be, in my opinion at least, like consistent from game to game. I mean, he has had good games and stuff here and there, but I don't think he's a consistent, like, long-term guy over the course of a full-type season. But he's definitely an excellent backup, and he's always a veteran-type guy that's ready to step up. And like he's done the last six or seven games that he's played, he's managed the game well, and he's also had really good games, as we saw in the Super Bowl versus the Patriots. I think last week he threw for 480 yards or something and four touchdowns. But I just don't think he can do that consistently for a full season. That's why I would rather go with Wentz, who, before he tore his ACL last year, was in my opinion, probably the MVP candidate and probably the front runner to win MVP. But Doug Peterson shut that down, so I don't think we'll be hearing that much of it this offseason. And Nick Foles, I believe, is a free agent, so he will probably get a, a decent contract to start for another team for sure. But we'll see We'll see what happens with him. But as far as this game goes, uh, I think the Eagles are getting giving seven is too much. I I I really like uh, Washington getting seven here. I mean, uh, against a a good Titans defense last week, I think they were within the game the whole time, other than that pick six at the end of the game, which push pushed uh, the margin margin of victory. Excuse me, from two to nine points. So I think Josh Johnson can hi- kind of hold his own. He's not an elite. He's not an elite arm. He doesn't. He's not an elite pocket passer, but he can get out of the pocket, run a little bit. And then P- Peterson has proven that he can kind of still do some things. I mean, he rushed for over 1,000 yards again this season. So, I mean, he, he, he definitely proved that he deserves another a year or two and maybe another contract. So I think the Redskins are kind of frisky. They'll hang in there. But the Eagles will definitely win this game and keep their slim uh, wild card Hopes on the uh, alive, so I but I think I definitely think the Redskins getting seven is the pl- the pick here for sure. So I'm going to take the Redskins plus seven, but I'm going to take the Eagles to win this game. Right. I'm going to go thirty-one to twenty-eight Eagles. So with that, we got game number five now. We got the Ravens leading the AFC North at home hosting. The Cleveland Browns, who have a chance to have a winning record for the first time in a long time. And this one, we got Baltimore giving five and a half. Rebound, what do you think? Yeah, as we talked about last week, Ravens are a great team. I even picked them to win last week uh, versus the Chargers. And you got no one went with me. And I think they're a great team. All they need to do is win, and they're in the playoffs. And I think they'll cover this one. I think all all the public is uh, going to be on the Baker Mayfield hype because he's had a great rookie year. And he's been playing well as of late. And I believe this is in Baltimore, so that's going to make an effect. The crowd will uh, definitely be on the home side. 
So I'm going to swallow the five and a half. Okay. Akshay, what do you think? You know, this one, uh, this is a, a kind of a tough call for me, bro. It's, uh, you know, I, uh, I do like Cleveland. You know, they are playing well right now. You know, Baker Mayfield looks very good. I think he, he looks like a season bed when he's out there today. I mean, since last week, so... I don't know. It's a tough call. I'm. I know it's uh, it's five and a half points, but uh, you're. I'm gonna take a little uh, card on this. I think uh, if Cleveland comes in into the Ravens um, stadium and they steal this game. Wow. Okay. All right. This one. I think it's real, okay, bro. Okay. So, so we'll you're saying the Browns are gonna win? Yeah. Damn! I big time it. shit. <laughs> All right, Akshay. Akshay taking Cleveland plus five and a half and to win outright. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with the rebound on this one. I think Baltimore just red hot and they're in control of their own de- destiny in, in terms of their playoff seeding and winning the AFC North. So if they win, they're the division champs. So And their defense has just been absolutely on fire lately. I mean, C.J. Mosley... I mean, their defense is just out of this world. I mean, they completely bottled down Phillip Rivers and the Chargers last week in L.A. And I think they're going to do more of the same this week to Baker Mayfield, a young quarterback. And, I mean, Cleveland has been a good story. I mean, winning seven games this season. I can't remember the last time they won seven games. And then Baker Mayfield has looked good. I mean, he's obviously still a little immature. I'm still growing up a little bit, but... I think he's proven to be kind of a good, steady quarterback for Cleveland, and hopefully he can be that for more years to come. But in this game, I think the Ravens are just the better team right now, and I'm going to swallow the five-and-a-half here with Baltimore, and I'm going to take them to win this game 24-14. to All right, so that'll take us to the last game, game number six, the Sunday night game from... Nashville, Tennessee. We've got the Tennessee Titans hosting the Indianapolis Colts, and this is a win, and the winner of this game will most likely get into the sixth wildcard spot in the AFC, and the loser goes home. So in this one, we got the road team, the Colts, giving three and a half. Akshay, what do you think? You know, this game's uh, another tough call, I have to say. You know, I mean... Titans are six and one at home, you know. But the Colts are, are playing extremely well, you know. I mean, uh, uh, they've been they've been really hot, you know. I I think this is going to be a high scoring game. I think uh, the Colts do take um, do take this game, you know. I my final score, I think it's going to be thirty one twenty one Colts. Okay, Akshay uh, swung a three and a half with the Colts rebound. What do you think? This is the easiest one of the week. Everyone's going to get suckered into the Colts because Andrew Luck is 10-0. and All the public is going to put their money on Indianapolis. I think Indianapolis has a better team, but my rule of thumb is when I, when I go to Vegas, always bet against the public. And so I'm going to do that here. And I'm going to take the plus three and a half and Indianapolis, uh, excuse me, Tennessee to win the game. Okay, yeah, I mean... I think this is going to be a, kind of an ugly type game. I mean, I think the defensives will have a 
kind of a big say in this game to, of what the ultimate result is. I mean, both defenses are really good. I mean, obviously with Tennessee and then with Indianapolis, I mean, really improved defense, really improved offensive line, improved running game. And then for Tennessee, I mean, Derrick Henry has just looked like a completely different running back the last three games as opposed to the first 12 games of the season. So I think this is just going to be a dominate the line line of scrimmage type of game on both sides. I mean, I think both teams are going to run the ball, try to have long drives, control the time possession. And I'm going to have to agree with the rebound here. And I, I like Tennessee getting three and a half. But I think the Colts win a close one. So I'm going to go Colts 21-20, to but I'm going to take Tennessee plus three and a half. So with that, that'll wrap it up for week 17 Scorching 6. And for the first time on the on this podcast, we're going to be discussing some college football. So yeah, big time shit. We got uh, the college football playoff, both games, semifinal games on Saturday. So the first game we got at 4 Eastern time, we got the three seed Notre Dame Fighting Irish taking on the two seed Clemson Tigers. And Clemson giving 13 points in this one. Akshay, what do you think? You know, this one, I... This is actually a tough one. You know, I um, I, I just found out, I think it was uh, losing that uh, Clemson had some... Uh, it's uh, suspending three players for just some sort of... Uh, from drug use or something. I don't recall what they said. I think I, that's I think, Oklahoma. And, and Dexter Lawrence, their best uh, defensive tackle, is we out of the game. Um, so, I mean... I don't know how that really affects it, but, uh, you know, uh, uh, Notre Dame, on the other hand, I'm not really high on them either. Uh, so in this game, <laughs> I have to go with Clemson. Are you picking them to cover too, or just, or, or what? What's the cover on them? What's the cover for them? It's 13. Oh, it's like 13 the line, right? they're, they're giving 13. No, I think... Uh, um, I don't think they cover 13, but I do expect them to win this game. Okay, so you're taking Notre Dame getting 13, but Clemson to win. Correct, correct. Right. Okay. Rebound, what do you think? Yeah, I'm agreeing with Shea here. The spread is just too damn high. As Shea mentioned, they had some players suspended. So I'm just going to... I think they're going to win. I think Notre Dame is overrated, but I don't think they're going to get their ass whooped. Okay, yeah. I'm going to have to disagree with you guys on this one. I think Clemson is just... Much better team. I mean, this is Clemson's, what, uh, third straight uh, time or third straight season in the college football playoff out of the first five years. And Dabo Sweeney has uh, proven to be one of the more elite coaches and in the college football. And he's definitely turned this Clemson program around and put them on the map. I mean, winning a national championship a few years ago and then being in the national championship and then being in the semifinal last season as well. So they're in it now for the fourth straight season. And I, th- I just think they're a better team than Notre Dame. And Notre Dame, I, I think, is just going to get uh, trounced in this game. I think Clemson is just going to be too overwhelming for them. I think Trevor, Trevor Lawrence is not an elite-type quarterback yet as a true freshman, but I think he can manage the game well and implement uh, Davos Sweeney's offensive game plan well enough to 
cover this 13. So I'm going to swallow the 13 here with Clemson. I'm going to take them and win 35 to 21 in this one. So rebound Akshay going Clemson or with Notre Dame, excuse me, plus 13. I'm going Clemson plus, minus 13. And that'll take us to the second uh, semifinal game. And this one we got the four seed Oklahoma Sooners taking on the one seed Alabama Crimson Tide. And we got the Crimson Tide laying 14. Akshay, what are your thoughts? You know, this game, I mean, the Crimson Tide are defending champions. You know, I mean, uh, they're a very hard, um, strong team, bro. I mean, uh, they work well. You know, they, uh, they get four or five stars of their team. You know, if someone leaves to the NFL, they have another guy to back them up. You know, I think... Uh, but, points, it's, uh, I think it's a lot, but uh, I know they also um, assist and uh, suspend three players that beat as well. Um, a couple of starters on their team, but uh, I think their backup is still there, but you know, I mean, Oklahoma, they're playing really cool. I think they played uh, a much, uh, I think they played a strong schedule. Uh, Alabama, on the other hand, uh, I think they have some cool they play a strong schedule, but they have uh, also very, uh, how do I say, three or four a cakewalk games from in their schedule. Uh, so I'm hoping <laughs> Oklahoma pulls up the. Um, I think it's going to be close, but uh, I think the Oklahoma takes the spread, but uh, I think Bama wins in the end. Okay, what what do you think? You okay? So you're going Oklahoma plus fourteen, but you're going uh, yeah, yeah. Alabama to win the game. To win the game, I think Alabama has another. Um, how would they do in the fourth quarter? Another stop on defense, and uh, I think they win it by at least a touchdown. Okay, rebound. What do you think? Yeah, I think Alabama wins this one. I'm not sure if they cover. I don't think it really matters who plays at quarterback because Jalen played really well in the championship game. He came, in the conference championship game. He came through really clutch in a performance just as Tua did in the actual championship game last year. So I don't think that really affects. Uh, uh, it's supposed to be a high-scoring game. The over/under opened at eighty. It's currently at seventy-seven. I don't know why. I mean, I guess because Oklahoma has a great offense, but at the same time, Alabama has a great defense, but then you got to know Oklahoma has a terrible defense. So it's probably going to be a high-scoring game, but I'm going to swallow the 14, and I think Alabama wins easily here by 21. Okay, yeah. This one, I mean, Alabama... Just gets all the tough recruits, all the top recruits all the time. They always just uh, are so much bigger than any any other team that you see for the most part. And this is just a historic, legendary-type run by Nick Saban and his Alabama Crimson Tide. I mean, they're the only team that I believe has been in the college football playoff all six uh, seasons that it's been in play. And I think they're just going to keep rolling here in this playoff and win this game uh, comfortably, in my opinion. I mean, Tua, I think, has got kind of a chip on his shoulder after being uh, uh, 
dismissed as the Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, Kyler Murray, the Oklahoma quarterback on the other side, was the winner. And I think Tua is going to kind of uh, take that to heart and bring that bring uh, his level of play up in this game. And then I think Jerry Judy is uh, a big target for him, the sophomore from Florida. And then their running game is going to be good as well. And then if for, for some reason they need Jalen Hurts to step up, uh, he's proven like he did against Georgia that he can step up and kind of make some big plays. And then defensively for them, I mean, they just got a plethora of guys. I mean, big defensive linemen, uh, good safeties. So it's just going to be a really tough, long day for the Oklahoma Sooners in this one, in my opinion. And I'm definitely going to take Oklahoma minus 14 in this one. I think they're going to win this game. 38 to 21. You mean Alabama minus 14? Oh, Alabama minus 14, excuse me. Alabama is going to keep rolling along and it's gonna, they're going to keep yelling roll tide all game all game long in my opinion. So, I don't know about Alabama. I mean, uh, I agree with you, Zishan, but I think Alabama is... Uh, have you guys ever seen their schedule and how they play their schedule? It's just, I agree with you, Shay, 100%. I say this all the time. I agree with the non-conference part, but... They, the SEC is like a gauntlet. The teams they play in there, that's no, like no, a gauntlet of schedule. Anymore, dude. I, mean, it, it, I think their their toughest competition is Auburn. I mean, Florida is pretty much not doing well at all. I think they beat they, they, they beat Georgia twice this season. They beat LSU. They beat no, Missis- LSU, yeah. Mississippi State. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. A and M. A and M is a team that would probably beat like some other uh, high conference teams. Against Alabama, they were getting 26. Yeah, but have you seen that, like, uh, Alabama played... Chattanooga. Yeah, they played the Citadel. Non-conference, I agree. They they need to play better competition. But in conference... I agree. But they play most of their games at home. They play eight home games and four road games every season. It's been happening. And they're, uh, how would you look at it? I mean, when they play Auburn, they take, right before they play Auburn, every year, they take, like, a gimme team before they play Auburn. <laughs> you know, so I, I, I don't know, dude. I, I'm not as high as, uh, on span as maybe other people are. Okay, so uh, Alabama, their schedule, their weak non-conference schedule, does that t- take away from the greatness of their six or seven year run that they've had? That's a question to you. No, 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 no. It doesn't take away. So, if, if they had played a, a stronger non-conference schedule in those seven seasons, would they have less national championships? That's a, I, that's a question I'm posing to you. I would think so. Yes. From from I mean, a few they, games a season, because okay. I mean they've they've gone through most of those seasons. They they've beat the SEC teams, and they've and in most of the seasons they've crushed the teams in the playoff. Or beat them pretty handily. Uh, I so I mean, is it is it that big of a difference if they play uh, the Citadel versus like some other Big Twelve team in their non conference schedule? I think so. I think it can make a difference, dude. I mean, players could injure all the time, yeah, against uh, other talent. You know, they're they, it's like a, a what if question, but uh, you know what? I, I think it. I think it can make a difference. You know, I mean, uh, honestly, bro, it's like I've been to Alabama <laughs> where my wife goes there, and it's like uh, 
I just I've seen the city, dude. I've seen the I've seen how Alabama is. I mean, there's nothing much out there besides football, and especially college football. I mean, there's no pro teams out there. It's all college football. I mean, that's how most of the South is, bro. Yeah, the South bleeds yeah. uh, bleeds football. I mean, that's their life. I mean, there's nothing in Mississippi. <laughs> Yeah, there's nothing there, bro. I mean, I agree, nothing there, you know. But I, I, I just think, you know, in my mind, I think they need to play a, um, a tougher schedule as far as their non-conference opponents. Okay, so in in 2016, when they played USC at a conference and beat them 56 to three, was that not a good, well, not, not a good enough non-conference opponent? USC. Well, USC went to the Rose Bowl that season and they beat Penn State. Yeah. So was that a not a good non a, enough non-conference game? USC. No, I'm just asking. But then. No, no, crew, but uh, uh, but USC started what's his name, that quarterback who didn't do well at all, and then they brought oh, in. Would they have beat him with Darnold? Probably not. I don't know, I don't know, but USC was not on the same talent. Definitely, USC has not been the same USC team for the last five, six seasons. No, they, but yeah. they went to the Rose Bowl yeah, that I'm season, like, and they know. won the Rose Bowl that season. So they were a pretty elite team. They were a top ten team to finish that season. And they played but, USC so, that season on non-conference. So I'm wondering, is that a yeah. good enough non-conference team that they played that season or no? I don't think so. Because USC, in the first half of the season, USC was a bad team. In the second half, they were a great team. So there were two different USC teams. And granted, if USC played them in the second half, they would have still lost. But I, I think the score would have been a lot more competitive. Like game. what? Okay, if Darnold played, what would the score have been? I mean, no, no. If they played in the second half of the season, in the second half, not in the first couple games of the season, if they played like in, in game eight, so nine, now and it's, ten, So now it's... The if they played in the second half, not at the beginning. Now they should... So they should like pick out the games and say, oh, we're going to play them here, not at the beginning of the season. No, 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 no. I mean, USC isn't a big name either. Like, they're just like a, they're just a no-name school. Oh, a USC? Yeah, I mean, they're not a big name. Like, the, Alabama just chose them because they knew they were gonna, they were gonna kill them. Yeah, not, not anymore. You know, that was, uh, I don't know why the hell they, they even scheduled that game, but that was a. Horrible game at USC. And well, I, they're playing I, them again in 2020, USC. Soon. USC and Alabama are playing again in 2020. So I just don't, I mean. Next year, bro. I mean, yeah, in two years. So that's going to be, uh, um, uh, USC is going to get um, uh, murdered in that game as well, dude. Okay, so as, as far as uh, college dynasties go, do you consider this Alabama college football dynasty one of the greatest ever or no? I don't think so. All right. who, who do you have ahead of them? But I don't think it's the greatest. Who do you have ahead of them, though? I mean, uh, I have ahead. I mean, there's the, the same. I would say there's so many different. Uh, I see SC's run. <laughs> SC's run of what three years where they won probably one national championship and they shared another one. Yeah, but there was all that. Too. We like the U in the eighties. Scandal. Dude. Yeah, that was a scandal. But still, even even if you take away the scandal, they won. One outright national championship, and they sh- shared another no, one. I mean, I, so that was their run. I agree. I agree. No, I, I agree. But this I, run I, by I, Alabama is what, like five and eight, eight seasons? <laughs> but 
how did I do that? I mean, I think part of the reasons why they get all these great players is because maybe a Japan, obviously, is a great recruiter. You know, but in my mind, I, I think a lot of these players, uh, I'm not going to say all of them, but I, I say a good amount of them, their GPAs aren't that high, bro. You know? No shit. That happens. At, that happens, that happens all, with every school. That happens at all schools. Actually, that's all, every school. It's not just Alabama. It's happening no, everywhere. That's not like uh, that's not like Stanford, bro. Stanford, you, you well, have to. Did USC just get Stanford. caught about that? Stanford, Stanford, Stanford is an outlier, Akshay. You know what I'm talking. You Alabama, Georgia, USC. It happens pretty much everywhere. P- players oh, get paid. True. Stuff true. happens. I mean, at academically. Inclined schools that probably doesn't happen like Stanford. That's true, but all the bigger names, the bigger name college football schools, it, does it happen, happens. Bro. It does happen. Yeah, it does happen. You know, I mean, uh, I think what Saban has done since he came there, you know, he's built uh, a dynasty, bro. I mean, uh, players come there because they want to play in the NFL, and, and you know, at this point of time, Alabama has that. Um, Alabama has that mystique. You know, you come there. You're on national TV. I mean, if you play well, you're going to be uh, most likely in the NFL. You know that. I mean, um, uh, Saban built a dynasty, bro. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, my hats off to him. But I, I just think that uh, they could possibly play uh, a harder non-conference schedule. Okay, so I mean, we'll see. We'll see if they do that. Probably not. I mean, they're going to go to Citadel, and Citadel's not going to turn down the money that they get from playing well, Alabama, even if they lose seventy to fourteen. Yeah, you, but you're right. It, it's all about the money. But what I don't like is Saban, once again, is against uh, increasing the college playoffs to six teams. Well, I mean, he, he's or not the one that's ultimately going to decide that. If, if that. if that does happen, and it probably will, if it goes to six or eight, I mean, he, he's not going to – he doesn't have any power or authority to decide that one way or another, so. Yeah. I just think he uh, – I don't know, dude. I mean uh, – I think a 16 playoff will be good when it gets done, if it gets done at some point. Yeah, it probably will, but I mean, it might take a little time, but I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, it would, it, people would have been obviously more disappointed probably this season if it was just Alabama getting picks to play Clemson again, but we have the 14 playoff, yeah, so we should true. be happy with that at, at the current state, so, but. That's true, that's true. But, I mean, what is this thing with Alabama playing, I mean, uh, a tough non-conference schedule? I mean, are, are, we, are we legitimately saying that there's a better conference out there than the SEC? I mean, can we legitimately make a d- definitive point? No, no, no. The SEC is the top conference right now, hands down. Okay, the SEC is the top conference. But I like to see Alabama schedule. Um, I like to for them to schedule a little better non-conference teams, which have more competition. Okay, that's they're fair, so I mean, but, but that's three they're games so out of the season. Too, dude. That's you know, three games thing. of the 13 it, it, they play every season, so I don't know how much of a difference that's really going to make. I think it will make a huge difference, dude. I, I think someone think someone should pull up their schedule right now. We need to go through their schedule. Okay. I'm pulling it up right now. Alright. We're going to go through this whole schedule. No, I mean they have. I mean, the, the the Citadel is definitely really bad. Obviously, that's there's no getting around that. All 
All right, I'm going to start it. Okay, the, the first game, Louisville at Alabama. That was a bad – that's a bad team. I can agree. That's a bad team. There you go. Okay. I mean, Ar- every team plays uh, a bad team in the first couple games. Arkansas State. That's a bad team. Then they played Ole Miss and blew them out. Ole Miss wasn't a sorry team. No, I agree. Ole Miss is in conference, so that doesn't count. Texas A&M, they they blew them out. Another out of conference was UL Lafayette. Yeah, there's there's another bad team for you there, you know? Yeah. So, I, I mean... There's no getting around that, Akshay. You definitely have a good point there that they need to schedule some better out-of-conference games, but that doesn't fa- that that shouldn't undermine how special and how legendary their dynasty is. But have you also noticed that Alabama never leaves the SEC to play out-of-conference games, or they never leave the South? They always play at home. They never leave the South, dude. They never play any competition... I don't. Well, I don't like to see if, them go into if, the Big Twelve. If they get, if and, they play in the national the championship game this season, they're gonna be in Santa Clara. So, oh, that, that's a national championship game. That uh, that's a different story, dude. Uh, I'm talking about, but during the season, if they schedule an auto conference game with, like, let's say, um, Wisconsin, and they play in Wisconsin, you know, and, and they're playing uh, in Wisconsin in December. Okay. They're We're not going to play Wisconsin in December, even if they do. That's going to be like a September game, even if it's at a conference. Yeah, but it doesn't count if they play in September. That's what I'm saying. I, I would just like to see them play better non-conference opponents, especially outside of the SEC. Most okay. of their non-conference appointments, especially uh, unlike they have these these, these deals with SC and all that every now and then, they're mostly outside... These auto-conference opponents are mostly located around the South. Maybe ECC, uh, small market teams, or small college teams. They okay. don't have the same money that Alabama has. Okay, that's fair. I mean, that's definitely a good point. You have a point there. They need to beef up their out-of-conference schedule. I'm, I definitely agree with you on that 100%, but they're still the class of college football, for, and it's not even, I don't even think it's close. And then, so... I think they're going to win again this season after they beat Oklahoma, and then I think they're going to beat whoever Clemson, I think, or even if Notre Dame somehow wins. Do you think they're going to win again this season? Um, I think they're the odds-on favorite, but uh, I would like to see them lose, <laughs> to be honest with you. Okay, so we'll see what happens there with that, but Alabama definitely should be the favorite. Maybe I'm just being a little biased, but... I still haven't uh, given up. Uh, I still haven't forgiven Saban, bro. You know, I mean, especially when he left LSU to come to the Miami Dolphins, and he made the team worse when he left. He stayed there a year. He drafted horribly. He drafted horribly, and he left the team in a mess, and in a, and he moved to Alabama. Yeah, he was a past physical away from staying in Miami, I think, uh, from for Drew Brees. Yeah, so. he, he, yeah exactly, dude. And then, I don't know. He, he's... I don't think he's, I mean, I don't consider him in the upper echelon of, uh, of uh, uh, college football head coaches. So I, stop I it. Being, stop it, Akshay. So, just stop it. So who's better than him, though? 
Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you right now. Okay, you also have, uh, what's the guy, Jimmy Johnson? Is definitely better because he won in the college. No, he I, won in college football, and then he won in the I NFL. I don't care about what he did in the I, NFL. I'm what did they do strictly in college? You're not. You got to say college football coach. You can't say football coach. Is he a better well, college football coach than than Saban? He coached in college. Yeah, he coached in college. Is he a better college football coach than Nick Saban, or is he a better football coach than Saban? What point are you trying to make? Because I know you're going to bring up the whole argument no, no, no. with Carroll, Switzer, Jimmy Johnson, that they won in the NFL, too. I know that. Okay, you're going to say that, but is he a better football coach or is he a better college football coach? That's what I want to know. No, I think uh, Saban is a better college football coach. Okay. I don't think he's a great football coach. As far as, yeah, a college football coach, he's definitely one of the best ever. He's definitely yeah, the best yeah. ever in my lifetime for sure. Football, yeah, for sure dude. College football. Yeah, college football. I mean, he's better than Carroll yeah, no, Johnson. It's not even close as far as college football. But if you take everything into account, those definitely those guys are have something special because they've won in college and the NFL. And football, exactly. Only three coaches in history have have done that. Yeah, I agree. That's that's a good point, but. Are, are we discussing who's a better college football coach, or are we discussing who's a better football coach? I'm discussing who's um, a better uh, f- a football coach in general. Okay, then and, yeah, then you can make the argument that yeah, in the NFL and in college football. Then you can make the argument, yeah, because I mean, some other coaches, even kind of like Jim Harbaugh, well, has had, even though he's never won a Super Bowl, has had. If not the best, he's one of the greatest coaches in college football. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, that's a fair point. Alrighty, we'll see what happens with the college football playoff. Akshay Rebound, thank you guys so much for coming on. It's always always a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for having me, dude. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Hope you guys enjoy all of the Week 17 games and the college football playoff semifinal games. And I'll be back next week for NFL Wild Card. Thank you.